Father, tonight we just ask you for fresh grace. Grace to draw nearer to you, Lord. Grace to come closer to you. Grace to be one with you, God. Grace to reach that place that we have never been before. Grace to understand your heartbeat. Grace to be 100% one with you. Where you and I are one, Lord, you and I are one. Where there is no difference between my spirit and your spirit, Daddy. Bring us to that place of oneness. Bring us to that place of, of deep, intimate connection, Lord. Bring us to that place. Bring us to that place, Daddy. Shikala sanama mama manduru balaga daregerege. Kisila radara balabos seri bilana daragala serekere. Shila radara galabarabos seri raragada daregele daregere. Jesus, you are holy. Jesus, you are worthy. Lord, we, we also know that the more that we become one with you, the more we become consecrated, we become holy, we become pure, we become set apart, we become a chosen instrument and a chosen vessel. Yes, yes, Lord. So we pray that tonight you will just, you will cause us to be one with you. You will cause us to be in that place of deep intimacy with you. Come on church, let's, let's raise up our voices and let's cry out and let's pray. Let's, let's tell the Lord, this is my desire, this is my heart cry, Lord. This is my heart cry. This is my heart cry. This is my heart cry. I, I want to be one with you. I want to change from the inside out. I want my soul, my spirit, my, my body to be renewed and transformed and cleansed. I want to be prepared for the second coming of Jesus. Oh, I want to be prepared for my master's good use upon this earth. Yes, yes, I, I, I want to be, I want to be in that place where you can look at us and say that, 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 that we reflect your image, we reflect your light and your glory and your goodness and your, your greatness. Just like, just like, just like you looked at Nathaniel and said, here is a man, here is a man that is guiltless. Here is a man in whom there is no guile. May you find our hearts and our minds in such a way that there is no guile in us. Cleanse us from inside, Lord. May the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth let it be acceptable in your sight. Everything that my heart meditates upon and every word that my mouth speaks, let it be something that is pleasing to you, Lord. Let it be acceptable to you, God.
closer and be seated a little closer keep playing thank you thank you Jesus as we as we are you know here in 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 God's presence we are not here just for ourselves we are here to tune into his heart you know we are here to understand what is in the heartbeat of Jesus what is the Lord speaking to us tonight what is the Lord doing among us tonight? What is the Lord releasing among us tonight? That is, that is our cry. That is our heart. That is our prayer. And uh, if we can just be, you know, just asking the Lord to keep our hearts in sync, in sync with His heart. You know, at the end of the service, once we're done with the worship, you know, we're going to give you some time to just come and share anything that the Lord has put on your hearts. Because uh, it's not just something that we want uh, to tell you what God is speaking through the leadership in this church. But we want each and every one of you to have the opportunity to share and uh, declare and release what the Lord is speaking to you guys. Um, can we just fill these empty chairs? Just come. Just come in front. Come Armstrong, come just come and come and take this. Come Pinky, come here. Take all these chairs. Thank you. So so that it's easier for those that are coming uh, to come and uh, take the chairs behind. Thank you. Um, so you have to ask the Lord to keep your heart attentive. No more going in and out, please. Now um, to keep your heart attentive to keep your mind focused uh, your spirit uh, receptive so that at the end whatever the Lord is speaking whatever the Lord is doing whatever the Lord is releasing you can come and share it with the rest of us you know I'm sure that some of you are watching us online and uh, and even as you're watching us online the Lord is also going to minister to you he's also going to speak to you and uh, as the Lord speaks to you release that word in the comments and if you're on the church WhatsApp group or the Facebook group or whichever group you're on where you get uh, to be part of our church family, 
go ahead and declare the word over there this is what i saw the lord doing this is the vision that i saw this is the uh, this is the revelation i received make sure that we are not missing out on a single word on a single thing that the lord is doing among us in this season amen we we cannot miss a single thing we cannot take for granted a single thing we cannot just uh, be concentrated on uh, what we are learning from the book of joel and james you know what we are studying in the evenings what are we studying joel what are we doing in the mornings the book of james but we cannot just be concentrated on these two because every person is going to receive uh, specific revelations from different viewpoints and in this season i want uh, us to listen to everything let's go to the book of joel chapter 1 and verse 1 the bible says the word of the lord that came to joel son of pethuel this was the word that came the bible says uh, hear this you leaders of the people listen all who live in the land in all your history has anything like this happened before verse 3 tell your children about it in the years to come and let your children tell their children pass this story down from generation to generation what was the story after the cutting locusts finished eating the crops the swarming locusts took what was left and after them came the hopping locusts and then the stripping locusts too then verse 5 we studied this the last time wake up you drunkards and weep wail all you wine drinkers all the grapes are ruined and all your sweet wine is gone the other translation says all the sweet wine has been snatched out of your lips snatched out of your mouth verse 6 the bible says a vast army of locusts have invaded my land a terrible army too numerous to count its teeth are like the lion's teeth and its fangs like those of a lioness we saw the lord was exposing the work of the enemy the the poison of the enemy the fangs of the enemy the teeth of the enemy so that we can have victory so that we do not give in to the devouring nature of this enemy so that we do not let the enemy have the upper hand verse 7 the bible says it has destroyed my grape vines who is speaking this god is speaking this and god is saying it has destroyed my grape vine and that's what we were studying last time that we are the vineyard of the lord and we are his pleasant garden you remember that isaiah chapter 5 we studied that if you missed it please go back and go through that it's uh, something that i believe every one in our church in this season needs to hear and be aligned with and the lord says there is destruction in my grape vine and it has ruined my victory and why did god allow destruction in the first place do you remember that why did god allow destruction you know if you read john chapter 15 and isaiah chapter 5 you will see that there are two types of cutting or two types of destruction that comes in john chapter 15 jesus said they that do not bear fruit my father the gardener he will cut them off 
and throw them into the fire to be destroyed but they that bear fruit you know this is the cool thing they that bear fruit they will also get cut they will also get pruned so that they can bear even more fruit so what we think is that you know if the lord is allowing a season of pruning and cutting and and uh, destroying in some areas of my life it's because you know it's because every i have I've been a sinner i've been you know really bad and god doesn't love me anymore god doesn't care for me anymore some things that the lord does is for your for your disciplining some destruction some cutting away is for your disciplining but there are some areas where the lord will cut where the lord will prune you where the lord will you know just sharpen you and that is not so that you can be destroyed that is so that you can bear even more fruit the bible says that god allowed job's hedges to be taken down why so that he can have double of what he had already so that he his his life can multiply his children can multiply his his wealth can multiply his love for god can multiply his understanding in every area of his life it can go to the next level so there are some areas where the lord will allow this so that we can go to the next level and some other areas where god will allow it so that he can disconnect some unwanted parts of our life some flesh some some parts that are not glorifying him he's going to do that the bible says it has destroyed my grape vines and ruined my fig trees stripping their bark and destroying it leaving the branches white and bare the next verse verse 8 the bible says mourn like a the the nlt version says weep like a bride dressed in black mourning the death of her husband this is the verse we are going to start with today weep or mourn or cry or lament that's what some of the other translations says wail uh, or grieve like a bride grieve like a a young woman uh, but if you read the root translation root word of this of the term bride there you would see that the word that is used is virgin and the word for husband is the husband or, or the bridegroom of a youth in other words these guys are not yet married these guys are not yet you know in come to that place of being one with each other and before they got united as one the husband died or there has been separation or there has been death or there has been uh, you know disconnection and and the lord says this is a reason big enough for you to weep and for you to cry and for you to wail and for you to mourn over you know the church today is so satisfied with programs and we're so satisfied with new members in church it's so satisfied with financial blessing it is so satisfied with uh, amazing uh, teaching from the stage it is so satisfied with everything that we get that we are undervaluing the intimacy that the bride has to get with the groom the lord says here is a couple here is a bride who has not yet gotten to be intimate with her 
groom and 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 the connection has been removed from them and that is a reason good enough for us to wail to mourn to weep and to grieve and to lament tonight that is something that we have to pray for we have to wail and we have to mourn for intimacy we have to say lord if we do not get anything else but we are a church that is intimate with you we are a church that is one with you we are a church that is so close to your heart that the we can hear your heartbeat just like john the apostle he could hear the heartbeat of jesus that that if we can be so close to you that that we we are able to imitate you in every aspect of our life that anybody that looks at me is actually looking at jesus anybody that experiences a conversation with me is actually experiencing a conversation with jesus himself if i can be that one with you you know the term the biblical term that is used for intimacy in marriage is that they became one flesh you know this in the bible when it talks about marriage the bible says the the husband or the man will leave his father and mother and he will cleave to his wife and they shall be one flesh and that is what god desires with the church apostle paul he said this is a mystery ephesians chapter 5 he said this is a mystery that talks about the relationship of Christ with the church the church is supposed to be one with Jesus we cannot be that virgin we cannot be that bride that is still to be intimate with her husband i'm telling you that is something we have to weep for that is something we have to mourn for may our worship tonight be pushing towards intimacy saying lord I'm I'm not after blessings I'm not after breakthrough I am after that place in your heart I'm after that that place in my heart where where I I give you that same priority but I give you that same love that you have loved me with we love him because he first loved us amen the bible says in verse 9 the next verse it says for there So so when you see the word for it's to be understood that it is a result of the previous verse okay so what is the previous verse talking about lack of intimacy between the bride and the groom and it says that is resulting into there being no grain or wine to offer at the temple of the lord there is no grain or wine to offer in god's house there is no grain or wine to offer as sacrifices to god there is no grain or wine to bless his people with there is no grain or wine to celebrate in the temple of the lord why 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 there is no grain and wine the first reason is that there is no intimacy there is no there is no connection between the bride and the groom and that is why there is no grain and wine now let me connect a few things here do you remember that melchizedek came with bread and wine for abraham and that was the 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 word and the spirit that we were talking about we are connecting that with how your pastor or your leaders or your church your the, the fellowship you are part of they are 
their mandate is to bring you God's presence and God's voice, right? Anytime we overdo just the voice but no presence, but we do sometimes we overdo God's presence but no voice, you know, we, we, we lack balance. So we need the word, we need the grain, we need the bread, and we need the wine, we need the spirit, we need the presence, we need the, the tangible touch. Both of it goes hand in hand. And it says that the reason your Melchizedek's are not able to bring you bread and wine is because there is no intimacy in the house. There is no intimacy between the bride and the groom. And that's why the priests of the Lord or the ministers of the Lord, they are weeping. They are mourning. They are, they are crying. They are, they are sad. They, 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 do not, they do not have answers. And, and they are upset. And so, you know, I, I want us to, you know, believe that each and every one of us in this place, we are leaders. You remember we began that in Joel chapter 1 verse 2. The whole book of Joel is written to leaders. It is written to elders. It is written to policy makers, decision makers, influencers in the nation of Israel at that time. And currently when it is coming to our church, it is speaking to all of us in this place that are, that are decision makers, that are influencers in our church, that, that have a voice by the words you speak, that have a, a you know, that have the ability to change the directions of people's lives and, and services and, and, and where our church heads into, right? And the Lord says, because there is no intimacy and because there is no grain and wine, the ministers and the priests of the Lord, they are in weeping and they are in mourning. And sometimes when we worship, it it has got to be, you know, from that place where we understand that God has made a way. But at the same time, we need to do our part of walking in faith, of walking in alignment to receive what God has made a way for. For example, let me explain this. The Bible says, we are saved by grace and through faith, right? The grace of God is available for everybody on planet Earth. Everybody, all 7, 8 billion people on planet Earth. The grace of God is available. Jesus died not only for Christians, right? Jesus died not only for those that were available or alive 2,000 years back. Jesus died for everybody in the history of time. Past, present, future. The Bible says Jesus was slain before the foundation of the earth was laid, right? So, if Jesus died for everybody, why is everybody not saved? It's not because grace is not available for everybody. It is because everybody has not aligned themselves and believed and, and chosen to walk in alignment to what God has revealed and shown and given them, right? So Jesus has won us perfect victory on the cross when Jesus died for us. When he said it is finished, he has won it all. He has declared that the, our enemy has been publicly put to shame by Jesus when he died for us on the cross, right? 
but unless we walk in alignment to that revelation to that understanding we will never have a change in our life we will remain the same we will remain defeated we will remain in uh, is sin we will remain in sickness we will remain in challenges we will remain in lack problems and 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 absolutely no understanding about what god has truly accomplished in our life and that is why we are spending these nights here so that we can get ourselves back to that place of alignment to saying lord i know that you have made a way i know that you have conquered the grave i know that the work is finished but what is it that i need to do from my side to walk in alignment how can i put my faith in the right place how can i believe the right thing what areas of my mind need to be renewed how can i upgrade my trust in you the bible says in the book of malachi chapter 3 and verse 10 the lord is telling the people it's around the same time you know when the book of joel is written you know when they are coming back from exile the lord is speaking to them and he's saying hey bring your tithes and your offerings into my house so that there is food in my house you remember what is the problem in joel chapter 1 verse 9 there is no grain and there is no wine where in the temple in the presence of god in the house of the lord now what we would do sometimes is saying okay yeah there is no grain and wine so we'll just pray and god will provide right so and and that's it that's that's all that we need to do we'll just pray and we'll worship and and uh, we will just you know ask god to make a way and god will provide god will give the word god will give the spirit all of that and everything will be fine but book of malachi it says no i'm not the one who will provide for this house you are the ones who will have to provide for this house you are the one who will have to bring your tithes and your offerings so that there is food in my house this is god speaking about you know the temple in the old testament where there was a need for physical food and and there was a need for physical tithes right now in the new testament we understand that we do not give our tithes as a law because there is a law in the old testament they gave their tithes because there was a law that you need to give your one tenth if you do not then there is consequences for that in the new testament our physical tithes our cash the money that we give is not it's not out of a burden or out of a law we give it generously we do not give it because we have to you know it's not because uh, we if we do not give that there will be physical lack in the house of god that is not why we give we give because we we love the house of god we love the presence of god and that's why we give and yet there is a principle there that we need to learn and understand that it is not just the the ministers in the house of god or it is not just the 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 presence of god that has to take care of the needs of the house now now when i'm talking about the needs of the house i'm not talking about physical needs here okay when we transition from the old to the new now we're not just talking about the physical needs now we're talking about the spiritual need now in the new testament we we are called the bride is called to be one with her, her groom the bride is called to be in that place of one a deep personal close intimate walk with the groom now 
if the bride is not walking in that place of deep intimacy with the groom the problem is not necessarily with only the ministers i'm not saying that the ministers don't have a problem that the ministers are not to be blamed but the problem is also for the rest of us that are not bringing our tithes our heart our love for god into the house you know as a church as a family the bible says in the new testament church that when peter stood up to preach it was not just peter who was standing up to preach it was peter and the leaven that stood up to preach along with him they stood up as one man when they prayed in the upper room of mark right when they prayed 120 people when they prayed they, the bible says they prayed in one accord in oneness of mind it was not apostle peter praying a prayer and everybody were like wow what an amazing revelation what an amazing prayer what an amazing love for god this man has some day we hope to reach where he is no all 120 had the same passion the ferocious pursuit for god like the apostles had that's what it says they were all in one accord and when that happens in our church where it is not just the leaders the worship team the, the those that are involved in the church but every single person even those that are watching us online and those that are going to watch it later all of you guys when you're all in one mind and one heart pursuing that deep close personal intimacy with god can you imagine what kind of food and grain we can cultivate in our house what kind of wine and and drinks we can serve in the in this house when all of us all of us are walking in that same level in that same passion if there is physical lack it is because we've not been physically bringing food into the house or physically bringing contributions physically bringing um you know materials to bless the house right and if there is spiritual lack that also means that we are not bringing our personal passion love desire for god and coming to become one as a family as a church and that is why i, I don't mind if it's only a few of us here tonight and a few of us watching us online but my prayer is that we will we will take this word and and we will say we will we will be that priests we will be that ministers that are going to consider ourselves as the leaders in this house as as the ministers in our city as as the melkisedeks of our nation and we will we will begin to weep and we will begin to mourn knowing that there is more that we got to contribute into this house there is more that we got to bring to the table that that we have to bring our spiritual tithes into the house too it's not enough that i just i just give my money and get away with it i'm also part of a body i'm also part of this body you know if if any one part of your body starts dysfunctioning you know my son yesterday he had an accident he was doing a gymnastic stunt he was uh, he he climbed to the roof uh, using the grills and at one point he lost his balance and he fell off and uh, he has three fractures in his hand three places you know he's got fractures he's got broken bones and uh, since yesterday till now you know i am like so thankful for my hands you know we we take our bones our uh you know the, the parts of our body so 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 for granted 
only when you are unable to move one hand one tiny hand is when you realize the value of that one hand do you know that so many of us are fractured hands in the church because we are no, no longer functioning we are no longer connected we are no longer in 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 connection with each other we are not working in sync we we you know we we've been injured in certain places but the rest of us did not you know choose to help that one guy that got fractured help that one area that got fractured and we didn't bring that play thing back into order and and we are just going on like you know everything is all right everything is normal let's get back to normal business you know it's not a big deal types no that cannot happen in this season we have to fix what is broken we have to bring back into alignment what is not in alignment you know i, I was i was comparing the x-rays between yesterday and today you know yesterday was when the accident happened and and after the accident we took an x-ray and today uh, we took another x-ray with uh, all the cast and everything and we saw how the bones were the, you know i can see two distinct bones two distinct lines in the in yesterday's x-ray and one line is completely twisted and today's x-ray i saw that yesterday when they put that cast they did something they pushed the parents away they saw they know that you know the parents cannot handle the pain and and they did something really cruel and brutal but it was necessary and they aligned his bones and then they added the cast what we do is we just add the cast and they like don't cause any pain don't trouble the water don't confront the guy just bury the matter and let's just put a cast upon it and that is why we never get back into alignment we never get back into a place that we can continue to produce fruit can you imagine what would happen if all of us all of us will bring our spiritual tights to the table all of us will bring our intimacy to the table all of us will be bring our passion to the table not just that we pray and we are in 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 great pursuit of god in our personal times but when we gather together that just like these guys they gathered for i don't know how many days till the days of pentecost seven days after jesus was ascended till the day of pentecost the bible says they met together and they kept praying devoted in prayer and seeking god you know we read that verse uh, of how the apostles they they would they you know all of them they met together and they were constantly united in prayer you know pastor augustine taught that yesterday and if we can do that all of us in oneness together as a church we can be just united tonight i'm telling you the fruit that will come out of this season is going to be enormous i wanted to go further but I, i'll stop here for tonight is that okay we'll just go at a very slow pace during the season and we'll just try to you know glean as much as possible from the book of joel yeah can we pray let's pray together father as a family and as a church this is our desire our desire is that is that there will be absolutely no lack of intimacy and and that and 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 the, and and all the the lack of grain and wine in the house of god because because there is lack of intimacy because there is no oneness because there is no alignment i pray lord that i pray lord that it will be fixed tonight in the name of jesus 
that as ministers of God, as children of God, we will begin to mourn, that we will begin to cry, that we will begin to experience newness, we will begin to experience oneness, we will begin to uh, enjoy the, the new and amazing things that you are releasing among us tonight, Lord. Do something new in our church. Something new in our church. Do something new in our church.